Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Well, welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here alongside Kevin Ray. He is the man of the hour, the person that we turn to each and every week here on the show for guidance and advice through this financial world. He is your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with offices in Pinconning and Saginaw as well. We're online at insightfolios.com. Kevin is the co-author of the book, Navigating Through Retirement, and he's going to help us do that on today's show. Kevin, great to be with you. How you been? I've been good, Walter. I just came back from the great state of South Dakota, did my pheasant hunting, got a freezer full of pheasants. Um, And Gary, if you're listening, you're going to get some because I know it's your favorite thing. And I had a great time. (laughs) That is fantastic. Glad to hear it. I sent you some pictures when we were out there. I saw pictures. I got proof. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what the great state of uh, South Dakota has as far as tax, uh, Walter? Taxes? No. uh Yeah. The only... tax they have is a state sales tax which is 4.35 percent no property no state none of that stuff really well that's yeah. kind of nice yeah that's really nice not a there, bad so. deal at all yeah. no no i didn't like the wind that blew every day but you know other than that it was pretty nice place well, why didn't you like the wind well the wind was howling like 30 to 50 mile an hour yeah most of the day i love so. wind do you really yeah i do i do yeah well, it, it helped the birds significantly, I can tell you that, because once the birds get up in the wind, it was they were gone. So oh, that, that's it was true. good for the birds. They get away from you guys quickly, right? Pr- quickly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you came back from Colorado, so we were both on a little mini vacation at the same time. That's right. That's right. Got to drive up to the top of Pikes Peak, and you were sharing memories of uh, when you were younger and went up that direction, and uh, got to drive up to the top of there as well. And I uh, was not expecting to feel the altitude sickness, but it sure hit me. Got a little got a little woozy and had to hold on to the handrail and just felt like my legs were a thousand pounds trying to come back up the stairs when we were up there looking at the little museum and it was like it was seventy degrees at the base of the mountain and it was thirty seven at the top. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's wild, isn't it? When you do you can, it's it right was. there. Why why is it that cold? You know, it's right there I can see it. So yeah. That's right. Yeah. It was uh it was really wild. So we had a really good time doing that and just got to do some hiking and exploring and uh, it was it was a good time. Rode ATVs for the first time. That was oh, kind of neat. Fun. Yeah. 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 So are you going to buy one now? That's the question. Hmm. Maybe maybe not yet. Not yet. It it took us about an hour to get Connie confident enough to go faster than five miles an hour. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, practice. That's why you need to buy one. But that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we started getting the hang of it by the end of where she was keeping, keeping pretty close pace behind me. The guides had to come. And I am not. You know me, Kevin. I'm I'm pretty responsible fella. I am like... Probably in any rental situation like that, the least worrisome customer of all time. I'd take good care of any equipment that we're renting, and I'd try not to be one of the hot dogs out there pushing it you know, too fast, too much. But they had to tell me to slow down a couple of times. They were getting on me throughout the whole time. I'm like, come on, I'm just having some fun with it. It's not like I'm getting air on these jumps. I'm just you know, gassing it a little bit in between the jumps and that kind of thing. Yeah, so. sign you up for the rental protection. Right? I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I was I had a great time, but I was a little mad. I'd never had anybody tell me to slow down. <laughs> I was like, come on. I'm usually really, really responsible. Let me have a little fun here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, at least you went all that way. They can have, That's let right. you have a little fun. Well, right? it didn't 
help that the one telling me to slow down the most was not the former military, uh, the, the military veteran who kind of runs this, you know, his own little business. Uh, it was his kids who he then sends out to different parts of the track to make sure everybody's okay. And it was his 16 or 17 year old son that kept telling me to slow down. I was like, oh. I was like, come on, you should be the one letting everything slide. <laughs> and then when, when he's off the screen, he's probably going like crazy. Too, oh yeah. So. Well, yeah, he would, yeah. he would come in front of me sometimes and he, he would like start gassing it and going really fast. And it he made it look like he was trying to get uh, me to follow him. Like he was leading the pack to kind of show us the, the ropes. But then all of a sudden he would gun it at like a hundred miles an hour, go flying over the, uh, flying over the <laughs> ramp. I'm like, I'm guessing he doesn't want me to do that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so it was a, it was a little funny in that regard, but neat experience to ride those for the first time. I'd done jet skis a lot. So it was kind of like a jet ski, but on land, um, in terms of the, you know, getting the hang of it and that sort of thing. But that was fun time. We both had a, a lot fun, of fun time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But uh, I, d- I didn't have any good uh, hunting or fishing pictures to send you this trip, so I still got. Well, you do did that send me time. one of you and Connie. That was a nice picture. The mountain in the background. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. One of the one of the little mountains that we hiked there. So it was good stuff, and uh, we had a good time. Glad you did as well. Uh, well we've got a great show on the way today. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit. You know, gosh, Kevin, we are only a couple of weeks to the end of the year now. I can't believe how fast it's coming up on us. And so, I'm sure folks out there might be thinking about last minute planning for the rest of the year. Should they try and come in and meet with you before the year ends, or should we just wait until 2022 to now make that happen? How do you advise people this time of year who are starting to think maybe? feel that crunch of procrastination a little bit should they try and rush in to see you before the end of the year or is it okay to wait till next year well i always say if you're a procrastinator the longer you put it off the worse it's going to get so make that time make put it put it in action now that way it's in action and you're going to do it well that's a great point and uh, there is still time i i believe to you know make some changes to your plan if need be uh, to save on taxes that could be one of the possibilities lots of things uh, like that can be discovered in a short period of time when you come in and meet with Kevin at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area. So if you listen to today's show and you are inspired to go ahead and take some action about your financial plan, talk more seriously about retirement before the end of the year, go ahead and give a call to 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Coming up on today's show, we're going to take a little visit to Mr. Rogers' neighborhood in a couple of minutes and see what kind of financial and investing wisdom uh, the great Mr. Rogers uh, can impart on us today. We're also going to talk about half-truths in the financial world and many more topics on today's show. But before we get to all of that, let's kick things off with a fun fact of the week. I don't know if this one counts as a fun fact. It's just more of a an interesting fact. Uh, because the subject matter is not all that fun, Kevin, but you're more likely to die around 11 a.m. than at any other time during the day. Oh, goodness. We got an hour, Walter, so we got to play this out our last 60 minutes that's, the best possible way. That's huh? right. Your show each week, uh, boy, it's just that taxing to where you really run a risk of passing away right at the end of the show. Isn't that something? <laughs> I mean, 11 o'clock. Who does these stats, right? I mean, I know, isn't that bizarre? I'm trying. Yeah. Why? Why eleven? I don't understand why that would be. I did remember reading something. Now, this is quite a few years ago. You know that when people wake up, you know their their heart rate is really low, and then when they get moving in the morning, of course things get you know your heart rate goes up as long as your blood pressure and all those other kind of things. So maybe that's the reason. I'm got, you have to ask Connie that. She's the nurse. She probably knows. I'll see if she's heard of that or, or has any any thoughts on that. I'll have to throw that by her. 
But now I'm going to be worried at 11 o'clock. Can we extend the show? I know. Are you going to look at the clock every day at 11 now and go, uh-oh, <laughs> now's the time? <laughs> I don't think so. I think I'll, I think I'll roll the dice. I heard that, you know, deaths go way up. Cardiac arrests goes way up whenever we have daylight savings time and move forward or back an hour because it messes with people's circadian rhythms and it increases the amount of heart attacks and that kind of thing. Hmm. But that's in the middle of the night, so I found that interesting. I also saw something funny about daylight savings time. Was like, if people actually liked daylight savings time, we wouldn't do it at two in the morning. We would do it at noon and make a big celebration out of it and take a day off of work and have fireworks or some parade or festival or something like that. Now that makes sense. We had to we had to implement that, right? Yeah, that would be great. We need another. Yeah. We'll pull another holiday, right? Yeah, especially you know, and it works out in your favor. You get off work an hour earlier, right? That's right. You do it in the middle of the day. Yeah. That's right. We could yeah. do that like a yeah. You'd lose an hour of the workday, which would be much more fun. Yeah. Although if it extended the workday, then that wouldn't be as fun. So maybe no. we keep spring forward overnight, and then we keep uh, we keep. No, wait, actually, it would work in the opposite way, right? Fall right. back would extend our... So we keep fall back so we get that extra sleep. And then in the spring, we put it in the middle of the day so we lose an hour of the workday. Yeah. And everybody goes home and has a siesta. There you go. I yeah. like that. But yeah, you could build it up like a New Year's uh, New Year's Eve celebration, have a big clock, and then you watch it hit 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 noon and then go back to 11 a.m. or something like that. <laughs> oh, but with this stat, we'd be increasing our chances of dying dramatically that's, on that, that day. That's where I'm going. I don't know. We've got to be careful, you know. When you put things in motion, you know what happens. If, if we do two 11 o'clocks in one day, that's just a recipe for disaster. That's okay. it. All right. So we'll, we'll we gotta, nix that idea. we got to, we got to scrap that one. we got to do one o'clock or something. That's right. That's yeah. right. Too funny. All right. Well, let's talk about Mr. Rogers on today's show. He left us a treasure trove of course, of inspirational quotes during his uh, 30 plus years on TV. And with just a little bit of creativity, Kevin, we can have some fun on this week's show and we can turn a few of those nuggets of wisdom into some great financial advice and, and good investing takeaways. You ready for this? Sure, let's try it. Right, we've done this before with Mark Twain and other famous people in the past. Uh, he once said, discovering the truth about ourselves is a lifetime's work, but it's worth the effort. What do you, you think is the financial connection there? Well, we can we can look at you know ourselves through a lifetime work. When we're twenty years old, we certainly have a different outlook, you know, towards savings and and those types of things. When we're going you know starting in the workforce versus let's say forty or fifty years old, but most investors don't realize this, that the biggest risk they face in their financial life isn't the next market crash. Now, Walter, how many times have you heard on on uh, say social media, CNBC, whatever it is, the market crash? is just around the corner. Uh, all the time? Yeah, all the time. Uh, right? A million times I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. So, and then how many times you heard about inflation? Inflation's here. It's, you know, we see it in the grocery stores. Hearing stores. that a lot now, yeah. Yeah. And then with the current administration, we're hearing about taxes doing what? Uh, taxes going up. Going up, that's yep. right. But the it's biggest... All, all the end of the world is definitely kind of what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's always that way, it seems like. So the biggest fear, I think, or the biggest risk... When people come in and we sit down and we talk to them, it's their own behavior. Let me give you an example. We just talked about this a minute ago. If you're a procrastinator, you're always putting things off until the last minute. And what happens when you have to? You're forced to make a decision. You put it off, you put it off, you put it off. And then you're forced to make the decision. Is it normally going to be with the thought, maybe a good plan put behind it, or is it just going to be you're going to make a decision because you have to make a decision? And more often than not, that's what happened. Or what if you're a big spender? 
You think that's going to change in retirement, you know, without some sort of plan or some sort of goal in mind? Those things come into play. So you're, you know, you're, you know, your biggest fear should be your own behavior. And nobody knows that behavior better than yourself. So you have to come to, you know, to terms with what you, how you are, and you have to put some sort of plan in place to protect yourself going further. And that plan has to be visual and it has to be tangible so you can look at it and feel it and see if what you're doing is working. And so your own behavior, a lot of times gets, gets in your own way. We know that. We all know that. We all have our behavior, things that seem to tend to get in the way. So watch out for that. If you have trouble kind of keeping on the right track when it comes to your retirement and financial plan, or if you're just not that great at analyzing the success of your plan and how it's doing, you're not good at looking at your statements and your portfolio and saying, I'm, I'm doing great right now. I'm not doing great. I don't know if I'm on track or not. Those are all great signs that it's time to meet with an advisor who can help you put all those things into the proper perspective. If you want to get in touch with Kevin Ray, he's local, based, uh, born and raised in Pinconning, office there as well. Another office in Saginaw, if you're closer down that direction. Give a call if you want to get in touch with Kevin and schedule that time to visit or just ask a few questions to get things started. 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-7526. All right, uh, Kevin, often out of periods of losing come the greatest strivings toward a new winning streak. Another great Mr. Rogers quote. Well, I hope the Detroit Lions listen to that, and they're our fans, <laughs> right? <laughs> because we've had a losing streak for a long time, so hopefully they turn that around. Yeah, the, uh, the, the that saying may lose its luster over time, though, for somebody in a Lions it, position. It, it may, it may. Yeah. But. So what do you think we're talking about here, about the losing streak, Walter? Uh, like a down market or yeah, just yeah. losses in your portfolio, that kind of thing? Yeah. So the last pandemic, the market very quickly lost about 30, 35, 40%, virtually in a couple of months. And most people think, uh, you know, that wasn't fun living through that because if we look back, it was just a couple of years ago, Walter, what was the overall mentality out there in the social media and the TV? What was, what was the, the feeling that people had nationwide when that market pulled back because of the pandemic? Oh, I mean, it felt like we were never we were never going to recover. It was going to take years to recover. Yeah, and it just nothing was going to come good out of that. But then what happened? After that losing streak, the market came back, and it's still going today. So after every market crash we had, there's always been a recovery, including this last one. And sometimes they can be quick, sometimes they can be slow. And so if you're trying to time the market, this is this is the point we're getting at here. You cannot time the market. And I've, I've mentioned this fellow before, his name is is Bill and he was a mutual fund manager and he was the legendary mutual fund manager as they called him because he beat the S&P 500 15 years in a row. But the next 15 years he didn't do so good so he went from the top to the bottom. So you cannot time the market. We've If, if somebody could, Walter, do you think they'd tell us? Do you think some mutual fund manager no. had, the, had the key to do they that? They would have more us? to win by keeping that a secret, more money to make by keeping that a secret, probably. Ex exactly. So, you you know, it's hard to time the market. You can't time the market. But I will give some people credit. When the market went down, it was an opportunity, and people seen the opportunity in there. And it started, what, a new winning streak, and we're still on that today. So after this winning streak, what's going to happen, Walter? We're going to have another downturn at some point. We're going to have another we downturn. We just don't know when, right? We, we don't know when. And if you listen to the pundits out there, it's going to be tomorrow, next month, or next year. And for $349 a year, they'll give you this newsletter, and they're going to tell you what to buy and what to sell. It doesn't work that way. Investing is a long-term position, and it has to be. Why? Because you're going to, you're going to 
have navigate through many of the ups and downs through the market crashes. So your you know diversification, all these other th- kinds of things are are going to come into play. So think of it that way. You know, long term, you're going to have many ups and downs. Don't let your behavior get in the way. Stick to your plan. Make sure it's a good plan. Great points all around, Kevin. Uh, again, if you have questions about something we talk about on today's show, give us a call. 888-885-PLAN is the number. 888-885-PLAN. Mr. Rogers once said, often when you think you're at the end of something, you're at the beginning of something else. I like that yeah. one. Yeah, isn't that, was that Tom Hanks or is that Mr. Rogers? <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the two, right? I never, I didn't watch that movie, by the way. I haven't seen that. it yet. Yeah, yeah. I need to. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, I've heard it was excellent, so I need yeah. to check it out. But for me, the often when you're at the end of something is what, Walter? When I'm talking to people. Oh, uh, at the end of, uh, well, your working years, right? Right, right. They're, they're retirement. So I call it halftime. You know, when people come in, hey, it's your halftime. It's your halftime of your, your life. You've you worked all these years. Now we got a plan for the second half of your life, which is going to be retirement. Or maybe it's somebody who's lost their job, and we can still call it halftime because that job, if, if you lost that job, a lot of times will lead to something better and more enjoyable. So just because, you know, you're at the end of something doesn't mean exciting things aren't coming down your down your road or doesn't mean your journey is not going to be an enhanced. It's just, uh, it's just a different point in life and planning always comes in play uh, to help you get through that and to get to and through retirement or to get to and through that next job or whatever it is, there has to be a plan behind that and then make sure that plan fits your needs and goals. That's an easy one. Let's, uh, let's end on this one then, Kevin. You rarely have time for everything you want in this life, so you need to make choices. And hopefully your choices can come from a deep sense of who you are. All right, that one's a little heady. How are you going to spin that into some financial wisdom? That's a little heavy is is right. So life is a journey, right? You just took a journey out to Colorado. I took a journey out to South Dakota. And along that journey, several things are going to happen in, in, you know, the true thing for both is your time and your money. So, do we have a lot of time left, Walter? Do you have a lot of time left? Uh, I mean, I like to. Th- I like to hope so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Well, we ho- we like to think so, but we don't. <laughs> I don't know. know. Right? Uh, Eleven a.m. is not here yet, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. well, that's where I was. You caught me off. That's where I was headed. Um, so after eleven o'clock today, you know, you probably have a bucket list of I'll, things. I'll breathe a little through. easier. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd like to get done, but you, you may not have the time to do it. And when we're talking about time in retirement, we're, that's what we're talking about. So if you're going to retire at 60, 65, 55, whatever age that is, how are we going to spend that time? How are we going to prior, you know, take priorities in our time and make sure that we're doing the things that we want to do in retirement? We worked hard to get there, and it starts with planning. It has to have a clear vision for what you want to do with the rest of your life. What bucket list items do you want to do? What's the two or three top things that you've been waiting for once you get into retirement that you want to do? All of those things are going to take time, and they're going to take money, and they're going to take a plan. If you go into retirement without a plan, that's probably going to be one of the biggest mistakes that you're going to face in retirement because you're just going to wing it. And we know by, you know, by the past, winging doesn't help. It, it never does. If you go to the doctor and you say, I got a pain in my leg, He's going to come up with some sort of plan or she's going to come up with some sort of plan. It's maybe an x-ray, maybe an MRI, uh, maybe physical therapy, whatever it is to get your leg better. The same thing applies here in life. We have to get a plan put into place to get you to and through retirement without you running out of money and giving you the confidence to go forward. And it starts with you. We talked about procrastination early. So if you're a procrastinator, don't do it. Walter asked the question should I, if I'm a procrastinator, should I start planning now or wait? Start now. Don't wait. 
get this thing rolling because that's the hardest part of the planning process is taking the first step. Pick up the phone as your first step today to getting to a healthier place when it comes to your financial plan and your retirement success. Pick up the phone, give a call to Kevin and the team, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Best way to get in touch with Kevin is to pick up the phone and give a call now. If you get the voicemail, just leave a quick message. Kevin will be able to follow up with you and schedule a time to visit when it's convenient for you both. And so you can start that conversation, ask questions that are on your mind, and begin the planning process. 888-885-PLAN. Call now, 888-885-7526. You can also always find Kevin online at insightfolios.com or just stop by the office there in Pinconning pretty much any time and come say hello. Uh, you're always welcome to do that as well. All right, we're going to tap into that three decades of experience that Kevin has some more on today's show. We're going to talk about some financial half-truths and much more straight ahead. Stay tuned to Simply Financial. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the, anyone, anyone, the Great Depression, passed the, anyone, anyone. It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Glad you're with us today on Simply Financial. Hope you're just having a lovely day and enjoying listening to our show. This is the show that's going to help you learn a little bit about the financial landscape, how your plan fits into the whole thing, and how you can best prepare for retirement and your financial future. Uh, I'm Walter Storholt with Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folio, serving you all throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning, another in Saginaw. You can email Kevin if you have any questions. It's kevin at insightfolios.com. Kevin at insightfolios.com or give a call to 888-885-PLAN, 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, let's talk about some half-truths in the financial world because we hear a lot of them, not necessarily because people are trying to make misleading statements, but maybe sometimes uh, a simple statement just doesn't quite tell the whole story or maybe someone just doesn't know enough of the subject or the entire picture of the story to accurately uh, you know, give us some positive images and uh, you know, some, some knowledgeable takeaways of these kinds of things. So let's dig into these half-truths that we often hear, uh, and that probably your clients hear from time to time as well. Uh, one of them being when somebody hears somebody tell them, you know, don't worry about those losses because the market always goes up in the long run. Now, that doesn't sound incorrect, but why is that a half-truth? Well, if you're 30 years old, that kind of makes sense, right? Because you have 30 years to go. But if you're 60 years old, let me give you an example. If you, let's go back to the pandemic, Walter, and you retired January 1st, you had a pretty good feeling. And then all of a sudden, a couple of months later, the pandemic hit and the market went down 35, 40%. So if you need income- That would have been stressful, yes. That would have been very stressful, right? The pandemic and now you're retired. If you're needing income, let's say you need 40 or $50,000 per year from your investments. And that's to supplement your income. That's to fill your shortfall. Whatever you're short on income, you're relying on your investments. So you had, let's say, a million dollars, and the market went down uh, 35%. Now you're at 750000 You need to draw 50000 out. And the market doesn't recoup. The next year, it still goes down, let's say, 10%. And then you need to re- take out another $50,000. Do you see where we're headed at here? Yeah, we're not heading in a, in a great direction. No, we're heading, we're going backwards, right? And that's yeah. what people fear is... 
how you know if the market does lose and i'm selling either shares or something or principal or something and the market doesn't recoup and we're on one of these long-term recoveries like 2001 two and three and the market was down about 45 percent you probably are going to get into trouble so the idea is here yeah the market always comes back but you have to plan in such a way that if the, when the market does go down because it's going to go down many times that it doesn't affect your income stream so there are investments out there that will do that and we talk about that every day in our office so you have to worry about our market losses especially when you're getting into retirement and the reason is this if you're in a position where you have to sell some of your investments to produce that income there's probably a better way and that's where it starts is with you sitting down and, and going through that so you understand that before you get into retirement Okay. Easy to see how that can become a financial half-truth. What about this one? If somebody hears, hey, the fees in your portfolio are less than 1%, that sounds like, you know, a pretty good pretty good thing. Well, we hear that a lot, right? And then there's something called hidden fees. Do you remember, Walter, I talked about personalfund.com quite a few times over the, over the years on the show? Yep. There, you know, you can subscribe to their website and you can put in, for example, your mutual fund, ticker symbol, and they will pull out, they will extract all the fees that are involved with that mutual fund. And how many times do you think, Walt, they're, they're under 1%? Uh, probably less than you would think. I would say, you know, very small, small percentage. Oh, okay. Because what, we're not, what they're showing here is all the fees that are associated with it. So if you're looking at your 401k statement, for example, the only fee you're seeing on that is the expense ratio. That's the only one they have to show you. They're not showing you turnover costs, trading costs, any of those other costs that are in there. Personalfund.com will extract that. Not only that, they came out with a new, it's in, in the beta position right now, they're testing it, but to pull out all the other fees that people aren't assuming. That. So when you're looking at your mutual funds, I can almost assure you, you're paying more than 1%. And that was by design, maybe, because the only thing they got to show you is the expense ratio in your statement. But there, trust me, there are other fees associated with that. And then there was a Forbes article that came along that said the average mutual fund cost, they did a study, and you can look it up, is between 3.14% and 4.14%. So the 1% fees are what people think, but when you pull all the other fees out, that's what's being tackled here. So if that's an additional 2 or 3% coming out of your portfolio and you got a million dollars, that adds up really quickly over a four or five, 10 year period. It's a great point, Kevin. Something to certainly keep in mind and remember as you're planning for retirement and your financial future, get a clear, true look at your fees, what your plan is costing you. A lot of people don't have a true representation of that. With interest rates so low, let's pretend somebody here uh, hears this, uh, you know, tomorrow, Kevin. You're better off to invest that money instead of paying off your house early. Mm. So that's a tough one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because you're thinking, I'm going to invest for the long term, and then I'll pay that house off for the long term. But when you're paying that house off, what comes along with that payment every month? You got that interest, right? You got that interest. And that interest, you have a 30-year loan, is going to be the tens of thousands, if not the hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I'm a big believer of paying debt off. I, yeah. I just am. And, and, and this one incorporates emotion, right? Like, and, and also just how people feel about debt. Exactly. Exactly. So emotions are going to come into play, like you're saying. But if you have your house paid off, that emotion that's going to come along with that is going to be quite significant. And then that money that you were putting in towards that house, you can free up and put towards investments too. So I'm a big believer in paying off debt. Always have been. Um, you know, we tackle that debt, especially before you go into retirement. I don't think most people want to have a mortgage payment when they're in retirement. Some do, 
But if we can tackle that debt, save enough for retirement, and get you in both spots, that's a better place to be. So for me, it's paying off paying off debt. And I know a lot of advisors out there are going to disagree with it, but debt is you know something that's always there. It's always going to be over your head. Investments, we can usually work out a plan to encompass both of those. Pay off your house debt early and then get that uh, retirement fund going. Just ask the mad scientist. I always refer to him. We did exactly that with him. Any questions that you have about today's show, something you hear, something on your mind, maybe something you don't hear that you want to learn more about, reach out to Kevin. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. He is the person to turn to here in the Tri-City area when it comes to planning for a better retirement. 888-885-PLAN. All right, Mr. Pinconning, born and raised, what if you hear (laughs) diversification is the key? Feel like I've heard that for many, many years. Is that a half truth? It is. It helps. But when the tide goes out, it goes out on all ships usually, right? In 2008, you know, the market suffered. So if you had small cap stocks, large cap stock, medium cap, it didn't matter. Everything, you know, typically went in reverse. Diversification helps. Now, here's what I mean by diversification, Walter. I don't mean owning 10 different mutual funds and they're all large company mutual funds because all you're doing is duplicating that over and over and over. Diversification means having non-correlating assets, meaning that in most cases, diversification is going to smooth that right out. So if the auto sector takes a hit, maybe the another sector is going up. So that's going to smooth that out. So you want assets that are not necessarily correlated or going in the same direction all the time. And why? Because it's a roller coaster right out there sometimes in that uh, market. And you want something to smooth out that ride. You don't want to get to the top and whip down to the bottom. You want something to the kind of level out those ups and downs as you're, as you're going through. The diversification helps. It's not the do-all, end-all for your portfolio, but it certainly helps. And there's other things that come into play, like how do you produce income so when the market goes down, uh, diversification is going to help, but there's other investments that will help you also. All right, last but not least, one other financial half-truth to get to here, Kevin. If somebody's talking about bonds and they say these bonds significantly reduce the risk in your portfolio, that's the argument for bonds in retirement often. Uh, Is that a half-truth? And is it more of a half-truth these days than it used to be? It's more of a half truth these days than it ever was in the last 30 or 40 years. You know, uh, there's a, a PIMCO manager out there named Bill Gross. He left and started his own company, but he was considered the bond king. He had phenomenal returns for 20 or 30 years, but interest rates were dropping during those time frames. And when interest rates drop, bonds typically go up. So we're at all time low interest rates now. So interest rates go up. You're going to see those bonds also lose value and they carry a lot of risk. So, for example, you have a long-term bond. If the interest rates go down 1%, 2%, you may lose 15 20% of that bond portfolio. So they're not significantly uh, less in risk. They do have you know, some diversification keys that will help you, but it depends on the bonds. It depends on the interest rate environment. So going forward, we're at historically low interest rates. If you think interest rates are going up, you have to be highly highly um you know careful of getting into bonds and which ones you're getting into and so that starts with planning you need to know how do you know which ones are going to be affected well you can go back in time and look at the 70s for example and look at a particular bond fund or or a particular sector and see what happened when the interest rates went up during the carter years for example you know the bonds suffered along with those so bonds you know are good they they give you diversification and they can help you but they're not to do all end off or risk in your portfolio. 
Great points all around, Kevin. And again, if you have any questions about what we've talked about on today's show, want to get a complimentary financial review, give Kevin a call today, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Don't procrastinate into the future when things you know might be too late. Another market crash happens, and then you come scrambling in uh, to talk about your portfolio. Uh, the timing might work against you pretty heavily there. So do it now while it's on your mind. And hey, before the end of the year, there might be some changes you can make that can save you money this year and especially heading into 2022. Give a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Kevin's local right here in Pinconning, office in Saginaw as well. And you can get in touch by calling 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-7526. More to come on today's show. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Stay tuned. It's getting to know you time. Well, it's time to get to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. I pull an off-the-wall question each week to just try and get to learn our financial advisor's personality a little bit better. So, Kevin, this week, I'm curious, uh, which age was your favorite when you were growing up? What particular age? Yeah, what particular, however you want to answer this, and whether it's, like, if, if you could go back in time and live out one year from your childhood right now, what would it be? Or you could just approach it from, you know, just what, which, which year do you reminisce the most about from being a kid? What was kind of your favorite year? I don't know about years, but I'd say my early 20s. Um, 21. Wait, that wasn't a kid. Yeah. That doesn't you're count. Talking, you're, you're talking about a kid? I, I think I said kid, right? Well, growing up, you're grown. You're grown okay, at 20. I'm grown. All right, you can't so count your twenties. Let's think back to when I was a kid. Then Jeez. this is supposed to be nostalgic. I'll tell you what. You go first, and I'll think. All right. Uh, my favorite age growing up. I'll tell you what. I kind of really liked um, those last couple of years of elementary school. Were pretty. Were pretty darn good. So I'd say that was uh, that was a good time. So what would that be like? Is that ten? Somewhere yeah, around there? Probably 10, yeah, yeah, somewhere in that area. Yeah, 10 was pretty good. I mean, senior year of high school was pretty awesome. I had a really good junior and senior year of high school. It's hard not to pick that, but I feel like growing up just makes – growing up makes me think of something a little younger than high school, even though you're still growing up in high school. But I, I, I'd, say, I'd say 10. That seems to fit more in the spirit of the question. Well, all right, I got an answer now that you, you kind of jogged a memory to here. Okay. It was, you know, I would say probably 12 or 13 years old. And during the summer when we're off of school, me and my cousin would go stay with my grandmother up in Gladwin. And our day, you know, consisted of this. We'd get up in the morning and grandma would ask us, you want cereal or you want slop for breakfast? And remember, slop was a piece of homemade bread with coffee uh-huh. on it and then sugar and milk. And then we'd grab our fishing poles. And we'd run down to the river and we'd fish because my grandfather loved fish. So then we'd come back around noon because we had to be back around noon for, for lunch. And we'd clean the fish for him and he'd cook him in the garage. And then we were free to roam until dinner time. And then that was just, that was just a, a, a fun time. You know, I'd sleep upstairs in my grandma's house. I'd see the uh, night light from the airport swinging around and I could hear their whippoorwills and the crickets and yeah, I really, really enjoyed that time of, nice. of, of my life. So I bet a lot of people wouldn't go back to the middle school days because middle school can be a tough, a tough age. But you've got some really good uh, memories connected there. I do, and it was always in Gladwin. We go to a place called High, ba- High Banks or the park, and we just had a ball all summer long. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know if my grandmother had a ball because we were there a lot of times, <laughs> but but we certainly did. You know, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 
Very good. Well, thanks for going down memory lane with us and, and not picking the early 20s as your age of growing up. That just, just didn't count. So. Well, I guess that, well, now you say it. I was Sorry to jump any, on any you point. about yeah. that. <laughs> too good, too Those good. Those are better memories of my early 20s now I'm thinking about That's it. right, anyway, that's yeah. right. Very good. Well, there you have it. Uh, getting to know Kevin a little bit better on today's show. Back with more after this on Simply Financial. Stay tuned. You deserve great financial advice. You deserve a financial plan that's custom tailored to your goals. And you deserve confidence about your financial future. If you feel you're missing that level of care from your financial advisor, it's time for a change. Your interests are our priority. Make sure you're getting the most out of your hard-earned wealth. Schedule a visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. No need to complicate it. This is Simply Financial. Getting ready to wrap things up this week on Simply Financial. Walter Storholt here with Kevin Ray of Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area, office in Pinconning. And before we get to one of our listener questions to end the show this week, I've pulled a quote of the week off the shelf here from Oscar Wilde. Ready for this one, Kevin? Sure. Always borrow money from a pessimist because he won't expect it back. <laughs> I like that. Well, here's the test, Walter. Can I borrow $100? <laughs> oh, but see, I'm, I'm such an optimist. I, I expect it back quickly. You expect it back. Uh, well, yeah. then I'm not borrowing money from you. But that's a, that's a good quote, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. I like that. I like, I like that a lot. Some people's minds just think a little differently, and I they would never do. come up with something like that. That's a great quote. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. So, you know, as your kids, think about this, right? Hey, Dad, can I borrow 20 bucks? He's probably a pessimist, right? That's right. Yeah, I was thinking about my dad as, as we were talking about that question. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I was like, hey, you were like, I'm going to try this on you, Walt. I'm like, I'm going to go try this on my dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Good stuff. All right, yeah. uh, let's get to our mailbag segment here to end the week, Kevin, uh, before we wrap up. And if you want to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that by going to insightfolios.com. Click on the listen button to listen to past shows and to ask your questions. Ralph says, I have a pension fund from an old job that I can either keep as a pension for monthly income in retirement, or I can take it as a lump sum and do a rollover. Which is better? Well, Ralph, we get that question all the time. And the only way to answer that is to see how it works in your particular plan. So a couple of things to look out for here. Is your pension with a company, is a pension in a, in a good standing? In other, in other words, you know, is it is it funded to the full extent of what it could be? Or are they in trouble? So if that's the case, well, then that makes your decision easier. What's the payout ratio of that, of that pension? Is it a high payout ratio? Or is it a low payout ratio? In other words, is it, you know, if you, if you have 100000 and they pay you five you know 5000 a year, it's a 5% payout ratio. That's pretty hard to beat nowadays. Do you want, do you need that money, number one, or do you want to leave it to your kids? Because once you take the pension, you're stuck with it. You, you get that $500 a month in this particular uh, situation that we're talking about. So there's lots of questions in here. And how do you figure that out? You come in, you sit down, and we put it in what we call our simplicity plan. And we're going to get your retirement number. And the big thing here for legacy is that Let's say you don't need the entire amount of the pension, but you could put it in something that pays you 3 or 4% interest, and you just pull the interest. And then you have that lump sum down the road to pass to one of your children or your spouse, something like that. A lot of questions have to be answered before we can go down that path and give you a true answer, and it starts with you, Ralph. Pick up the phone. 
give me a call. This is what I love to do. This is what this is what we're all about here at uh, at my office. We love to, to do these questions. We love to figure these out. We like to take you down that path and that journey, so you can discover which way is better for yourself. I don't want to tell you which way is better for yourself. I want you to discover. And how do we do that? Is simply by sitting down and doing a plan. And to do that plan, you have to start it with a phone call to Kevin and the team. By dialing 888-885-PLAN, express your interest in sitting down or having a conversation and getting some of your questions answered. It's just the best, easiest way to begin the process. Pick up the phone, give a call, 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And you can also schedule time uh, to visit by emailing Kevin, kevin at insightfolios.com, or just go to the website and get in touch that way insightfolios.com. Lots of ways for you to do it. Or come by and say hello in the office in Pinconning. Either way, 888-885-PLAN is the number to call, though, and maybe the easiest route to get directly to Kevin and schedule that time to visit. 888-885-PLAN. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for the guidance and the help on the program today. Always enjoy catching up with you, and we'll look forward to chatting again next week. Have fun, Walter. Will do. That's Kevin Ray. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.